Ooh. That's right. Yes, episode 22, Popcorn. Um, on this episode, I want to just, on a lighter note, something funny that happened years ago when I was in Bidapoli, back in the day. This should be in the 90s. Yep, boys don't tell so yeah, I was in um, Bidapoli, and um, back then going home was a struggle because Bida is like Niger State, and going to school, I used to go to Ido and uh, take uh, NSTA, and that was the worst form of transport ever. So this is how we do it. We go, let's say we're going to try and get to school on a Saturday, we go Friday night with all your things, your foodstuffs, everything. And then you stay in the park, you buy your ticket, and then they start to load the the bus. It's a big-ass bus. They start loading it. They start squeezing things here and there. You might be sitting down in front and your load might be somewhere in the middle and the back or somewhere. And me being over six foot, it was crazy because, man, sometimes I sit down with my knees t- touching my chin. So, yeah, that was a struggle back then. NSTA was the cheapest form of transport to get to Bida, Niger State. There are other ways. You could go to Ilori. Then from Ilori, you take a, a bus to Bida. But that was long, long. So we used to go. All those that were living in Lagos and doing that struggle. Those that had money, they just take a 504 or station wagon but yeah so i was in bida you know doing the things that you know all these kids do when you just newly get into high institution and um you're crazy about hip-hop and you're trying to find out who the hip-hop heads are in school you know they were telling me one guy hey mcg mcg is a you know one mc like that and I found out what, what these guys do is not real rap. It's just, they just mime. And uh, they just play a whole song and go, check, baby, check, baby, and pretend to, to rap it. So when you come with your own raps, they'll be like, man, whose rap is that? And you say, I wrote it there. No, 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 we don't believe you. We don't believe you. You never wrote that. Ah, no, how can you write? How can you write that? You didn't write it. So rapping live, they, could, they used to call it live rap. It wasn't very popular in school. You could come with all your bars, all your lyrics, and spit one or two things. The mic might be really bad, and people might not hear what you're saying. But if they can hear what you're you're saying, they'll just automatically think you are doing someone else's rap. So they'll be like, okay, okay. Now, when someone comes on stage miming naughty by nature with a baseball bat and everything. the whole crowd would go crazy ah and then you'd be sitting backstage feeling like yo man i just did my own material original material nobody's showing me love that happened to me and too crucial you know we just sat down was like listen we can't allow these guys to just keep on you know trampling all over us week after week i mean come on if they can mime we can mime too 
<laughs> you know and since we were always used to writing our own bars I mean my man was just so easy because we actually knew the lyrics most of the guys are mine they just chop mouth chop mouth and the crowd just screams because you know they're over demoing so we did a couple of that but you know what I didn't really like it I was like man I just prefer to rap so Bida Bida Poli was a trip man there were all sorts of people there were hip hop heads there were non hip hop heads there were people that just liked music there were people who just went with the flow I had this friend I'm not going to mention his name let's just call him Item 7 because when I was given the name Mode 9 the one of the chicks that gave me Mode 9 her friend gave him Item 7 because every time the lecturer finishes uh, any questions the guy would just say yes sir item 7 that just means chop 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 and the guy would just shut up you're not serious so let's call him item 7 so he was a stubborn guy so he used to go around saying hey can you boys rap if you can rap come come and battle mode 9 he used to be the guy that used to go look for trouble he was just a crazy guy and he lived in Lagos too he was a jam bite just like myself. We found out that we were just a few jam bites in that class. Uh, building technology and quantity surveying. We we're just a few jam bites. And the other guys knew themselves. So I was like, wow, I didn't even know anything about prep. I found out some people actually did two year prep. I was like, wow, that's crazy. So just a few jam bites, we probably want more than in a class of 110. Probably you'd be like, 20 or so jam bites and a few didn't show up so let's say we were like 17 jam bites and uh, my friend item 7 was one of them he was a crazy guy he's just a wild guy from Lagos from Suriliri a wild Suriliri boy SL and uh, he's I think his dad lived in Abuja so he was always talking about Abuja I was just a Lagos guy never been anywhere how did I find myself in Bida okay this might sound stupid, but guess what happened? I was filling the form for Polytechnic Jam and that night I remember there wasn't any light. So I was using a candle. Now, you know the little dots that you shade when you say, okay, what Polytechnic do you want to go? So I thought I shaded Ilaro. Okay, it was a code number. I thought I wrote the code number of Ilaro, but I wrote the code number of Federal Polytechnic Bida. So when the admission form came, I was like, the admission letter came, I was like, Bida, you, yeah, you're successful, blah, blah, blah. Bida Poly, I was like, what? So I called my brother up. No, I didn't actually call him. I went to his house the next morning because I remember I was working somewhere at Reckitt and Coma, Nagbara. So on the way to work, I went to my brother's house and I, you know, because his house wasn't too far from where we were living. So I now asked him, where is Federal Polytechnic Bida? I thought it was Ida. I, I know that Ida is in Benue State. But he was like, no, let's get the map out. And we saw that it was in Niger State. And then he was like, you sure you want to do this? You want to go? You've never been out of Lagos by yourself. You sure you want to do this? I was like, yeah, I'm sure. So yeah, that was how my journey, journey began. And me making that mistake and writing the code number for Federal Polytechnic Bida instead of Federal Polytechnic Hilaru. Me making that mistake is the reason. Me making that mistake 
with a code number is the reason why I'm here telling my story. Because I know that if I didn't make that mistake, I probably have gone to Ilaro. I wouldn't end up rapping because it was on my journey to be that poly that I met people like I met Ayani Mashaun. And he introduced me to Solo D. And Solo D started Aftermath, later changed the name to SWAT Root. And that's how I started, you know, doing my thing. I'm sure if I went to Ilaru, I probably wouldn't even be jumping on stage, rapping. I would have just been, because it's close to Lagos, I would just be shuttling back and forth, you know, just a guy, a normal guy who likes hip hop. I'm sure I wouldn't be doing this. So I'll say that little mistake changed my life that little code that like god has a funny way of you know blessing people now you might think it's a you know it's a bad thing or it's a misfortune but check it out man you just look at the bigger picture the reason why i feel that thing wrong was because you know god had you know he had a mission for me man to complete and that was to bring you guys good music so yeah now now my friend item seven was a crazy guy so when we used to go home right most of the time we spend all our money and most students don't have any money by the time they finish their exams i remember the day that we the i think it was our hod or someone he kept us in school doing it like he got i, I know he got that contract because we are building technology students he got a contract to build a school wall and he made us build the school wall and he said hey you're gonna get points for this if you don't do it you're going to fail so we had to build the school wall. all of us were hungry there was no food and he had a farm he had yam he had cassava he had he had corn and all that and then he tied this uh, juju red and black thing oh one of our one of our guys in school he just took the juju and threw it on the floor and said oh boy leave this thing we'll leave that story we chop the yam chop everything that's how we survived so yeah, this is the original story I wanted to tell. We're going home, right? And most students don't have money. There's a place called Esso where students take Sole. Sole is when you stand on the roadside and it's like hitch hitchhiking. Any car that passes or any lorry or whatever you see trailer, you just thumbs up, stop the trailer and he might stop and you know, he might be going to Ibadan or somewhere. We hitch a ride from Bida to Ibadan, then we get to Lagos. Or he might be going to Lagos and boom, you're in Lagos without paying a dime. Sometimes they take a little money from you. Sometimes they, they just say, oh, just hop on. So there were so many students, at the, you know, at, you know, it's a stretch. There's so many students there. And then we see this official brand new 504. It was a station wagon, I think. I mean, this was a, a definitely an army, an army car. And the guy was coming, and we knew that it was an army car. But then all of a sudden, my friend Item Seven just flagged the army car down. I was like, in my mind, I was like, Are you crazy? Why are you flagging that army car? That's a senior officer's car. He was like, I beg, I, know, I, I don't care. I'll, I'll flag anything down. Funny enough, the army car, it was going, it was just. I thought he was going to pass us, but he just went and he stopped. Then this dude, tall guy, just comes out, boning in his face. Who flagged me down? Man, this guy wasn't joking, man. He looked scary. 
so the other students they did the Takashi 6ix9ine on us, man. One of the guys said, It is these two boys, it is this. And everybody just took three steps backwards. So it was just me and my friend, item seven, standing there. And then the guy just said, Are you people the ones that stopped me? I was like, Okay, I might as well go down with the ship. I was like, Yeah, we did, we did. The guy just looked at us, Where are you going? And then we're like, We are going to Lagos. He just looked at us. How many of you? Two of you? He said, yes. He just looked at us. He said, are those your bags? We just, we didn't have many bags. We just had, I think we had just like two, two or three bags. Are those your bags? He was like, yes, sir. Then he just told his driver, take the bags, put inside the boots. We're going to Lagos. And then that's when some of the other students were like, hey, sir, I'm going to Lagos too. He said, shut up. That's how he started riding with this. Uh, I think he was a major. He was in front, his driver was driving, and me and item seven were at the back seat. So he now said, You boys, how are you? Start telling me stories about your school. Just be talking like you're talking to each other. Tell us stories. Let me entertain myself. It's going, it's going to be a long ride to Lagos, probably eight hours. Usually, when we're taking public transport, it's, it's like 12 hours. It was like 12 hours taking public transport. I think we got to Lagos in six hours. And funny enough, we stopped somewhere. That was the car. It was the best pounding jam of my life. I've been passing that, that area for a long time. I never knew that that joint existed. So this uh, major, he stopped at one joint and he ordered pounding jam with assorted meat. He said, boys, order food. We were just trying to be modest. We ordered rice with uh, meat. He just said, That rice with meat is not going to be good for you people. Order Pandejan, the same thing that I'm eating, I want you people to eat. So, okay, sir. <laughs> so, we ended up eating Pandejan. When we got back into the car, <laughs> me and my friend, we slept off, man. Pandejan was heavy. So, got to Lagos and uh, I told him where I was going he Janiki and he was, like, he was like ah that's very far so he gave me transport money but it was already you know getting a little bit late and there was a lot of traffic so I decided to spend the night in Surulere at my friend's place you know warm bath good food and then watched some TV and crashed woke up in the morning went home you know, that's just one of those days. I remember when I wasn't too lucky, when uh, my lecturer kept me in school till like the 24th of December. He kept me in school till the 24th of December. He he um, approved my uh, project on the 24th. So I left school on the 24th, 5 p.m. I got to Lagos on Christmas Day, dusty from head to toe. And my mom almost cried, man. I, was, I looked like a homeless guy. But man, that's just a struggle, man. Something gotta give, man. And guess what? I ended up here. I didn't do too bad, did it? <laughs> I'll see you guys next week with another story. Popcorn.